you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What's up, everybody? Check it out. We got a pumpkin on set. Welcome to the Fantasy Q&A show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio and the specialist. It's a cast of dozens. Give yourself a round of applause, please. You make noise. It's fine. Yeah, thank you. A cast of dozens that help us put on this show each and every week. And we are fully in to week seven. As I talked about, we've got the pumpkin because Halloween's around the corner. It is decorated with a Josh Allen jersey. I, I did not paint this, contrary to popular belief. Shout out to Parker. So it had to be Parker, she, she, right? She painted I mean, it. There are, only, there are only two options if it's Bill's stuff. It's Florio or it's Parker. Like, those are the Z- two Zach's options. Zach's a sleeper candidate. We oh, have three right. Bills we fans Zach, on We do have Zach Saley in the house, who's also a Bills fan there, too. So Bill's Mafia is taking over our show. <laughs> One of you has to jump through a table at some point before the season ends. I know Florio says he's going to do it. If, if the they Bills win, win a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, I'll do it. So we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen if the Bills do win a Super Bowl. We also have a... 49ers helmet here on the table because there is big news. We'll get to that in just a moment. But of course, 
This is a show dedicated to all of you who have questions. You can always tweet them to us at NFL Fantasy. We get to as many of them here as we possibly can. The rest of them we hand off to Aaron Tan because for whatever reason, he doesn't like carrots. Until you start eating <laughs> your vegetables, you have to keep answering these questions. That's the deal we struck. I know you didn't sign to it or agree to it, but still, that's the deal. That's just how it he, works here. He definitely doesn't eat pumpkin. He definitely does not eat pumpkin. I'm sure he does not eat pumpkin. I don't. Is that a vegetable or a fruit? I don't know. I don't eat or like pumpkin. I don't stuff, either. But yeah, I, know I can Aaron think doesn't. that no one actually likes pumpkin. They just like cinnamon and nutmeg. I think that's really what it is. <laughs> anyway, we got a whole lot to get to on this show. You've got Q's. We've got A's. L F G. But let's begin with the big news that broke on Thursday night, and that is that. The San Francisco 49ers acquired running back Christian McCaffrey in a trade from the Carolina Panthers. The Niners giving up a bunch of draft picks. For our purposes, that doesn't really matter. We'll leave that to the salary cap and draft experts on Twitter to sort of debate about. For us, all we know is that one of the top running backs in the NFL is now coming to join an offense that was already pretty loaded when you look at the weapons they had there. Now Kyle Shanahan gets to coach the kid he once babysat for. And see what they can do in this offense. So I guess the first question is, we were talking on Fantasy Live about what a trade would mean for Christian McCaffrey's fantasy value. Going to San Francisco, is this an overall negative or a positive for him? I think this is a big positive for him. And and I was one of the people who was like, be careful what you wish for when it comes to trading McCaffrey. Because if he went to a team with a more mobile quarterback, maybe we don't see as many passes to him. I mean... The Panthers, as, as gross as their offense have been this year, it does run through Christian, Christian McCaffrey, both in the air and on the ground. So he's been plenty productive there. But now we talk about this Kyle Shanahan run system for years, Marcus, because you could pick up no-name guys that most people don't know coming into the year, and they're really productive fantasy pieces because of that system. And then I think Jimmy G is just the perfect fit for CMC as well. I know he has been throwing to the running backs a bunch this year, but right now he leads the NFL with 65% of his passing yards coming after the catch. Every year he's towards the top. He hasn't been below 50% on that in his tenure with the 49ers. So I just think it's a great system and a great quarterback fit for McCaffrey. Jimmy Garoppolo is not an air yards guy. He's not going to push the ball downfield. It's why guys like Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk have been such a good fit in this offense because it's just about getting them in space and letting them work. Christian McCaffrey fits that same bill. We know what he can do with the football in his hands, and you're right. Garoppolo has not really targeted his running backs a whole lot, but maybe that has to do with who the personnel is. I I would think. Now that they've got McCaffrey there, I would imagine he's still going to see a good target share. And you talked about the fact that we love running backs in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Look, there's a reason we were clamoring for Jermichael Hasty a year or two ago, <laughs> right? Because those guys just tend to succeed. Now you're taking a more talented back, putting him in that same offensive system. That just seems like a match made in fantasy heaven. Let's look at though the rest of this offense because with McCaffrey going there, I've gotten a lot of questions. I'm sure you probably have as well about what does this mean for Debo Samuel? Not only was he the wide receiver one in San Francisco, he was essentially their RB2 behind either Elijah Mitchell or Jeff Wilson, whoever was healthy at the time. How much does this impact what Debo can be going forward? I don't know if it impacts his fantasy value as much as the way he will get those fantasy points. I don't think he'll be used on the ground nearly as much. I still think we'll see him wrinkled in there at times and stuff because he is just that good of a weapon. But I think he'll be more used again like a traditional receiver. And before everyone freaks out, last year before they started using him as a running back, he was on pace to be the second... 
almost right behind Cooper Cup, what Cooper Cup did last season. So Debo Samuel can still excel in this role, especially if now instead of putting all your defensive attention on him, you're also now worrying about the run game getting you and, and Christian McCaffrey being an extension there. It just helps because... What if CMC rolls out one way, Debo the other? Now, well, good luck guessing which one you're going to cover. I, I think he's okay. I think the secondary pieces there are the ones that take more of a hit. I do wonder what this means for, say, Brandon Ayuk, right? Because Debo's going to get his opportunities. I'm with you. I think what happens is with McCaffrey there, you see Debo get fewer carries. A lot of times when you look at maybe his route participation, it's lower than what you'd expect for a top-notch wide receiver. But that's because a lot of those times he's lined up in the backfield and Mm -hmm. maybe he's going to take a carry or two. You don't know what's going to happen. Now he doesn't line up in the backfield as much, I don't think. But that means he runs a few more routes. Maybe he sees a few more targets. Debo's not the guy I worry about. The guy that I would be concerned about would be potentially Brandon Ayuk to see if he still keeps his, his target share available. Also curious sort of what this means for George Kittle. If they Mm -hmm. are running the football more, if they have McCaffrey more, does he run as many routes? I don't know. We're going to find that out, I think, in the next couple of weeks. But Debo is not the guy of everybody there in San Francisco that I would worry about the most. Also do think, real quick, I think this helps Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit just because it's one more weapon. He doesn't have to push the ball downfield. Trust me, as a 49er fan, I close my eyes every now and then and I see him overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders in the (laughs) Super Bowl. Believe me, the text chain was active last night, everybody. Trust me on that one. This helps Jimmy G, though, because he's got another target, another guy who can pick up yards after the catch. You don't need air yards as a quarterback. You just need yards, period. And McCaffrey can do that for him. Yeah, I think Jimmy G is going to, like, especially with how bad the quarterback, like, we thought quarterback was going to be deep again, and it it hasn't. A lot of guys have bottomed out. So I think that, at the very least, Jimmy G is going to be a streaming option most weeks, I think. Uh, And I agree with you everything you said on the passing game. Like, I think Brandon Ayuk becomes very boomer bust. And I'm really concerned if George Kittle is going to become way more of a blocker now because he was always a yak guy. Now you already have two of the best in the league at that. It's like a luxury that they don't need to – they can use Kittle now as they pick and choose. I'll say this. I don't think this week is going to give us a clear indication of how it works just because McCaffrey will just be getting to San Francisco sometime today. I'm curious how quickly he gets up to speed and and how much they use him. But I think starting next week and going forward, we'll get a more clear indication of what his usage is going to be and how it impacts everybody else in that ecosystem. I do think we have to sort of touch on what happens now in Carolina with McCaffrey gone there. It was already a bad offense, and CMC was sort of the only thing we could hang our hat on. The questions that have been abounding on fantasy Twitter have been, so should I go get Deontay Foreman, or should I go get Chuba Hubbard? I don't know about you, but the answer for me is no. It's just no right now. I I don't feel great about either. I I slightly lean more towards Deontay Foreman, just because I think he has a better chance of scoring touchdowns there. Um, But yeah, I I put on Twitter last night, like, you can pick these two up, but don't drop anyone that, you know, like, people were asking me, should I drop Melvin Gordon for him, Kenyon Drake, Mike Boone, and I was like, I'd rather have all of those names than these Carolina guys, but if you're in a deeper league or, or you just have someone on the end of your bench that's cuttable, sure, take a flyer on one of these guys. My bigger question, Marcus, is would you start Christian McCaffrey in week seven now? 
Probably. I think so. I think so. Even even on a potential limited snap share with a limited knowledge of the playbook, just ability and offense around him sort of wins out this week. Somebody asked if they would start if they should start Christian McCaffrey over Deontay Foreman. And I said, look, I will take the more talented player in the better offense, even with a potentially limited snap share this week. I mean, it's not like Foreman brings any more certainty than CMC does. No. Like I, it's it's somebody pointed out that you, you've got You've got Chuba Hubbard, who doesn't really offer you much in the passing game. You've got Deontay Foreman, who's maybe a goal line hammer for a team that never gets toward the end zone. And now <laughs> you've got interim head coach Steve Wilkes saying they may even rotate Raheem Blackshear, Raheem Blackshear in there. So it's potentially a three-headed attack in a bad offense. Do not want. I think that pretty much sums up Carolina. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. DJ Moore is not getting traded. So. Pour one out, man, for DJ Moore. <laughs> I mean, this guy really, he's watched Robbie Anderson force his way out. He's watched CMC get traded. And now you've got the Panthers coming out and say, we think DJ Moore is a foundational piece and we don't want to move him. I mean, they gave him a bunch of guaranteed money this offseason. And that doesn't kick in until after this season. Like, like they, he's 25. He's on the books for at least three more years after this one. Like, I'm sorry. I, I would like him to get set free as well. It's just not going to happen. DJ Moore is the, the meme. It's, it's Squidward inside his house watching SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick frolic. Like, SpongeBob and Patrick, that's CMC and Robbie Anderson. And DJ Moore is totally Squidward right now sitting in his house looking sad. <laughs> All right, there was a football game on Thursday night, and there were points, which is something we can't say from recent Thursday night football games. The Cardinals get their first home win in, I don't know, forever, it seems. They beat the Saints 42-34. to Quick look at the fantasy numbers there. Andy Dalton, 26.5 fantasy points when he threw three interceptions. This goes back to my complaint about quarterback scoring. There's no way you should throw three picks and still be the top fantasy scorer of the <laughs> night, but whatever. Alvin Kamara, who apparently angered somebody and can't get looks near the goal line, he had 17.5 fantasy points. Chris Olave, a nice night, 17.6 for him. On the other side, Kyler Murray, who now gets the rest of the weekend to play Call of Duty. He got you just over 17 fantasy points. Eno Benjamin, a week after floundering against the Seahawks, puts up 23 against the Saints. Welcome back, DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh. That music video apparently paid off. 10 catches, a buck 03, 20.3 fantasy points for him. I'm not going to get too deep into this game, but it was nice to see DeAndre Hopkins come back after being out for the first six weeks. We were wondering exactly how they were going to use him, and the answer was he was the same old DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he. I mean, he had to go over to Kyler like in the first quarter or whatever and was like, hey, I'm back, throw me the ball, <laughs> and then the rest of the – like. Kyler only saw him, but what I liked, yeah, his target share was near 50%. That's awesome, but ha almost half his routes came out of the slot, and that is something we've never seen D-Hop do before. So to me, I'm like, if they're going to start moving him around the field, putting him in the slot, finding mismatches with him, I think his fan fantasy ceiling could be even higher than what it's been. It's amazing. If he works out of the slot, he is super de deadly and dangerous because you're talking about getting great matchups on top of him already being a contested catch guy. So now if you can get separation, he can break tackles. He might just be unstoppable at this point. All right, that's enough about that. Let's get to some of your questions that you sent us on the Twitter machine at NFL Fantasy. We will start with the Wolf of Fantasy Football asking, should he trade George Pickens for Raheem Mostert? Need a running back this week. Uh, what do you say here? Uh, if you need a running back, I get it, but... 
if we're talking season long, I'd still rather George Pickens, especially with Chase Claypool now in trade rumors. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of upside there, but I get it if you need a running back. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think, you know, we're going to see a lot more George Pickens. I know you talked about him really being able to win against man coverage and certainly that working in his favor this week. I'll say this, and we're not going to help you at all because we're going to be split on this decision. <laughs> I think you make the deal just because I looked at Raheem Mostert's schedule over the next few weeks, and there's a lot of really favorable contests for Raheem Mostert over in the next month or six weeks or so. I didn't get a look at his fantasy playoff schedule, but at least in the short term, a lot of really good matchups there. For a guy who has taken over that backfield in Miami, we know what they can do running or throwing the football, but now that two is back, maybe they stretch the field. Maybe that means a few more, few more light boxes for Raheem Mostert. So uh, good luck to the Wolf of Fantasy Football <laughs> because we didn't really come to a consensus on that. So flip a coin or pick the one of us you like best and then follow that piece of advice there. That's all I got for you. Next one. This is from uh, Giacomo Geraldo. Geraldo? Geraldo? Sorry. Uh, stuck between starting Drake London or Clyde Edwards Alaire, coming down to a coin flip. Yeah, I feel your pain here. Yeah. What should he do? Two names that I liked coming into the year. I, I would go with CEH here, though, just because I think he has the better chance of scoring a touchdown. The Falcons haven't been throwing the ball a whole lot. They haven't been especially throwing it to London in the red zone as of late. And CEH, I know his floor isn't very safe, but we've seen that he has a high ceiling. I'm going to go with CEH on this one as well. The Niners are trying to get healthier, trying to get better defensively, but they're still missing some key pieces. And just for whatever reason... It seems like Edwards Alaire ends up with the football when they get down near the goal line and he's scoring those touchdowns. So even though he's splitting time with Jarek McKinnon and occasionally Isaiah Pacheco, he seems like he has a more stable floor than Drake London does this week. So you're right, that low pass volume in Atlanta frightens me a little bit. One more before we hit the break. This one from Blue, Matt Ryan or Marcus Mariota. I think both are in play as streaming options, but I like Matt Ryan a lot more. He's my favorite streaming option this week. He's coming off his best game. It's a good matchup against the Titans, and I like his pieces around him. His pass catchers are really coming into their own. Mariota has shown that he has a high ceiling, but if he doesn't get like a rushing touchdown or a big rushing rushing day, you're going to be looking at a very low floor. That's the thing for me this week is that I don't know that the rushing ability for Mariota is as much in play against Cincinnati. I think the Bengals are going to put up some points, which means this is going to have to be a pass-heavy attack, and Arthur Smith has shown he doesn't really trust Mariota to throw the ball a ton. So if you get rushing yards from him, I think it's because he scrambles. I don't think there are a lot of designed runs in the offense this week. Meanwhile, I like Matt Ryan a lot against that Tennessee secondary, so that's an easy call for me. It's Ryan over Mariota. All right, coming up, we got more of your questions. We're also going to talk some sleepers as we headed to what is a kind of week in week seven with a lot of big offenses on a bye. That is next here on the Q&A. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have 
hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Let's talk about some players that maybe deserve a little bit more love heading into the weekend. Florio, who is on your list? 
I, I just said I like Matt Ryan uh, last semin. I really like Alec Pierce as well. I think he's in play as a sleeper. At least 12 fantasy points in three straight games, one of which came against the Titans, who he's playing today, uh, well, Sunday. And then the Titans have given up a bunch of fantasy points to wide receivers. So I think Alec Pierce is in play. Uh, I really like Michael Pittman Jr., Matt Ryan in this game. But Alec Pierce ascending and someone that... A couple days ago, you could have grabbed off the waiver wire. Absolutely. And I think you're going to see Paris Campbell kind of get less attention. I know he had a decent game last week, but Pierce looks like he's the real deal here and really may start to take over that wide receiver two spot. I like Kenyon Drake as a sleeper, although at this point, he might just be elevated to a straight-up start now. J.K. Dobbins did not practice on Friday. He's missed practice for three straight days as he continues to sort of recover from that knee stiffness he had last week. We saw Drake have a very good game last week. For the Ravens, this week he's got the Browns who have struggled in the run defense category. So this is still a a Ravens team that wants to run primarily. I think Kenyon Drake is poised for another big week. Let's get back to some more of your questions at the Twitter machine. This one, a wide receiver query that we have. The question here from Andrew Lazard, Curtis Samuel or Brandon Cooks for the flex? So to me, Curtis Samuel's the easy one to kick out, yeah. and it was really close between Lazard and Cooks. So with it being that close, I decided to I would go Lazard, just because he's been a big red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. I like his chances of scoring a touchdown against a weak Washington secondary, but I think those two are by far the top two options. I'm going to go Brandon Cooks here, but again, it was really close for me either way. I just think that overall, he's the guy who probably gets a larger target share. Uh, the, the Packer passing game has made me concerned. I just I don't, I don't have a way to really peg it here, but I do think Brandon Cooks is going to see a lot of work. You see that six targets or more in every single game. So he's the guy I like, but I'm with you. Curtis Samuel was the easy elimination, I think, in that yeah. question. Uh, Next one here, this one from Cheeky. Should I start Burrow over Mahomes this week? No. No. I I, I mean, Burrow's been playing really good ball, but Mahomes is Mahomes, and Mahomes isn't a really... I I know on paper it doesn't look like a good matchup, but right now the 49... Like, their defense at full strength, one of the best in the league. Unfortunately, they're so banged up right now that we just saw Marcus Mariota drop 28 against them. I'm with you 100% on this one. I think it's Mahomes all the way here. The Niners have big injuries in their secondary as well. So we know Travis Kelsey's going to get his. Not to mention that you got Kelsey versus Kittle on National Tight End Day. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I think Kelsey gets his, but I think you can also peg in either, take your pick, either MVS or Juju Smith-Schuster. I think one of those guys gets involved as well. So for me, it is Mahomes over Joe Burrow. Let's take a quick peek at Monday Night Football. It is the Bears and the Patriots in Foxborough. And I just want to start by saying I don't love David Montgomery in this matchup. The Patriots have been very good against the run. More importantly, they're not giving up rushing touchdowns. I think they've given up two all year long. So that already bodes poorly. Then throw in the fact that Matt Eberflus is talking about a potential hot hand situation with Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. It just seems all bad. I look, I have Montgomery. I think I'm starting him in a couple of leagues because I don't have any other choices, but I'm not really fired up. But on the other side, the running game situation for New England seems a lot more favorable this week. Yeah, it does. And Ramondre Stevenson is someone that I thought was a must-start player coming into this game. But I will point out that Damian Harris has returned to practice. It looks like he might try to play this week. I still think Stevenson is the start there, but it just lowers his ceiling a little bit uh, because Harris will take 
carries away from him potentially even in the red zone but i still think stevenson at the very least gets a split of groundwork and probably all of the targets in the running back uh, from the backfield bears have been very tough against the pass not so much against the yeah. run this year let's get back to some of your twitter questions you can always hit us up at nfl fantasy we got one from wait james franco not that James Franco, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, I love the disaster artist. Big fan. Uh, start Noah Fant or Tyler Conklin? Uh, these are tight ends trending in different directions, so I'll go with the hot hand and Noah Fant. Here. I'll stay with Noah Fant, too, just because I, I believe in Geno and that passing game up there in Seattle. Next one from Ant Boogie. Who's a better option, Josh Reynolds or Chase Claypool? Uh, this is like the pointing Spider-Man gif, I think. Uh, <laughs> they're both very boomer bust, I think. I, I just trust Josh Reynolds a little bit more. There's less target competition there than in Pittsburgh. And I think with DJ Chark still banged up, I yeah. think Josh Reynolds gets some more opportunity. So I'll, I will co-sign on that one. Last one, this one from Riley Doyle. This traded AJ Brown and James Robinson for Najee and Aaron Jones. Thoughts? I don't think it's a bad trade because James Robinson is really trending in the wrong direction. Like, A.J. Brown, I think, is the... You can make a case the best piece in this trade, but I think you got two... The second and third best pieces. There, I think so. so. I, and I also said a couple weeks ago, I think this is now the time to start trading for maybe underperforming running backs yeah. who still have a lot of usage. And Najee Harris and Aaron Jones both fall into that category. So I think if one or both of them turn it around, you end up with a pretty good deal there. All right. It's time to take another trip around the World Wide Web. And uh, this was a fun one. Our own Peter Schrager on his podcast of the season got to sit down with Paul Rudd, who talked about playing in a celebrity fantasy league. Take a listen to what Ant man himself had to say and then there's the marvel league which right. is also worth noting can we go through that i mean i'm not a name guy but let's go through the names of the people in this league and you guys actually keep up with it as a fantasy league yeah started years ago um and it was it was uh, that was fun this year when it started and you and i were we were together yes. when you were drafting and it was uh, ridiculous zoom well that was because you know we started one of the traditions in that league is everyone makes a little video before the beginning of the draft and everyone does kind of like you know a shot and good luck and uh and 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 then we do our our draft and so um joe russo who directed you know the uh Endgame and a lot the of Russo uh, brothers. Uh, the Russo brothers uh, said he uh, was going to take us all down in his video because also he had a cheat sheet given to him from uh, Matthew Berry. Uh, and so he had one up on us. And then I made a video saying, uh, well, you know, cheers, you guys, Joe, that is completely unfair. You can't have that kind of inside information. I think it's lame. Um, I would never do such a thing. And then the camera, like, just kind of panned it over. You were sitting in the corner saying, Drinking a rose. Yeah, talking about the, like, uh, wait, you got the number uh, two pick? You got to go McCaffrey. So, uh, yeah, that was, but that league is, yeah, I think it's Chris Evans and Anthony Mackey and Pratt and uh, a bunch of guys that are in that kind of, and then also uh, guys that aren't in, um, in, in Marvel. Universe. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Um, uh, I want to say Krasinski's in it. Yeah, there's... Um, and there's is there James talk or is it like... Marsden. Yeah. 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 Garrett Hedlund. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Big Vikings fan. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a real... It's a, it's a fun... It's a fun group. Be sure to go check out the season war that interview between Peter Schrager and Paul Rudd. But it does beg the question, if you could put together a dream fantasy league, who would be in it? 
Uh, probably Josh Allen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I'd have a lot more fictional people than mm-hmm. real life people. Like, I would love to play like fantasy, like the cast of Seinfeld, but like who they are on the TV show, you <laughs> right? know, not in real life. It's it's tough. It is tough. It was like I, I think I would like to play with some of the Marvel people, but like seriously, like the actual characters. Oh right? yeah, like Tony Stark. Because like wow. you know, like look look, Captain America, Steve Rogers is like a hundred years old, so he wouldn't know any current players. <laughs> Tony Stark's the one guy I wouldn't want because he's super smart and analytical, and he would actually. We think Cynthia Freeland has like all the numbers. Like Tony Stark <laughs> would have literally all of the numbers. In my mind, you know, like when they show Tony Stark's looking through the mask mm-hmm. and it's like all the numbers computing, like that's Cynthia's mind. That's like, Cynthia's I just think brain. That's how she sees the world. That's absolutely <laughs> Cynthia's brain right now. So uh, I would love to play. I'd love to like Drax. I think you could, you know, you could certainly con him into taking bad picks. But then if you made fun of him, he might smash your face in but anyway that's the that's the risk i'm willing to take i wouldn't want to play with the hulk would not want to you would not like him when he is angry like when <laughs> things are going badly and his team's losing it would probably be bad for him that'll pretty much do it for this one but before we get out of here want to let you know as always that you can find this and everything we do in your podcast feed five days a week whether it is the stardom sit show the fantasy q a show or the fantasy football show just like and subscribe and you will find it whether it's in the NFL Fantasy app, the NFL channel, or your favorite podcast provider. And we do have Fantasy Game Day coming at you on Sunday at noon Eastern. In the meantime, that'll do it for this edition of the Q&A Show. We appreciate you watching. From Mike, I'm Marcus, and the specialist. Enjoy Week 7, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings 
is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.